Welcome to Prince Track by Track. Today we're going to be talking about DMSR from 1999. It was recorded on the 20th of April 1982 at Sunset Sound and was released in the US on the album on the 27th of October 1982. Uh, the initial pressings of 1999 that were released over here in the UK were not double albums, they were single albums and so the song was left off. And it wasn't until Prince had a substantial hit with Purple Rain that Warner Brothers went back and they reissued the LP as it should have been uh, as a double LP. And they added it onto the CD because CD technology had changed and they could actually fit it onto the CD then. Uh, on the track, it's Prince with Lisa and Brown Mark. And then kind of like doing the kind of background vocals. In addition to Brown Mark, you have Jamie Shoup, Carol McGovney, Peggy McCreary, her, who obviously, you know, everyone will know as Peggy Mack. Uh, the engineer for Prince at this time, uh, Poochie, I don't know who that is, and The Count, I'm not sure who that is either, but they are the ones who kind of chant back at Prince whenever he he does any kind of call and response in this song. Um, and uh, aside from Brownmark and Lisa, they are credited merely by their first names, and obviously Poochie and The Count, I'm guessing, don't have second names. Uh, the track is 8 minutes and 15, which is the reason why it got left off uh, the, the, the album initially in the UK, uh, although there was a promo single that just had, it was just like a 12-inch um, that was released in the UK, uh, and it had DMSR on both the A-side and the B-side, <laughs> um, and it was released as kind of like a stopgap so that the track was available in the UK before it actually, you know, appeared on the album. Uh, the, the promotional art for it I actually quite like, because it's just prints in big kind of thick letters, and mm. then a, a line, and then just dance, music, sex, romance, <laughs> just... On, in black on white and it just, it's, it's really kind of cool um, so joining me to talk to about this song today is Zachary Hoskins hello Zachary hi before we get into the song I wanted to just kind of ask you about uh, your Prince fandom if you will um, uh, you know. so I I did my research for this I, I, I I'm a child of the 80s I was born in 84 um, I was actually born a month to the day after Purple Rain the movie came out um, so uh, August 27th, 84. And uh, so, you know, Prince was always kind of in the in the ether when I was growing up. Obviously, I heard all of the hits on the radio. Uh, you know, I was very conscious of him. I remember seeing the, the Kiss video. I remember, um, you know, I was also... A, a fan of the Michael Keaton Batman. So when I was when I was five, the Bat Dance was big for me. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't say I was really a fan per se until I got a little bit older, probably uh, around like late high school, early college age, which which actually happened to dovetail with the musicology tour and the comeback around 2004. I saw him a couple of times that summer. Um, that was the first time I saw Purple Rain, the movie. And, um, you know, the performance sequences just blew me away. And uh, I, my, my, my fandom has waxed and waned since, since then. You know, he's a, he had some, uh, you know, Prince's, Prince's catalog has always been uh, always interesting, but 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 often uneven, and so uh, you know I kind of checked in and checked out. But um, uh, since his passing last year, I kind of jumped in again headfirst, as I think a lot of us did, 
and have been rediscovering stuff and ran into your podcast a couple of uh, months ago or weeks ago. And um, yeah, I've been just kind of consuming a lot of prints for the last year. I mean, what was the first kind of Prince album that you remember buying? I the mean, first one I remember buying. Uh, let's see. So on the Musicology tour, obviously, uh, one of the ways that Prince managed to uh, mess about with uh, Billboard was he <laughs> gave the album away with the tickets. So you said yes. you saw him a couple of times. Did you end up with two copies of the album? I, <laughs> I think I, I think I might have. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened to the second one. I, I, I have that. The, the the CD and the in the flimsy you know paper <laughs> cardboard sleeve that it came on doesn't even have the real cover art it's just like a like a a, a marble gray background and and musicology kind of clumsily photoshopped on onto <laughs> the front um, I don't think that was my first album that I that I owned by him I, I think I bought Parade at some point and um, you know I had the I had the a couple of like hits collections. Um, later on, I started picking up the albums on vinyl. So I, I, I remember, I, I remember getting, you know, sign of the times. I kind of bought them all sort of out of order. Like I think a lot of people who, who came in after the fact did, um, the first like contemporary other than musicology, I, I, I did buy, um, 3121 at the time that it came out. Well, let's get into this track. First of all, by kind of figuring out what genre it is, something <laughs> that I, I sometimes struggle with, with Prince, but I think this is pretty clearly a dance track. I mean, the yeah. fact that Prince has put the word dance in the title <laughs> helps right us there. out just a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously, you know, we could discuss that the rest of the, the, the stuff that he's listing in this song. But, you know, quite clearly, you know, uh, a very simple kind of dance track, uh, you know, of the time, that very simple drum beat, you know, and obviously quite a lot of synth going on, mm. um, you know, throughout the song. You know, it feels a little bit, I mean, this is something that Prince occasionally does, but he kind of, uh, you know, will have like um you know like manifesto songs you know where he kind of lays out what he's about um mm. kind of like uh you know uh, controversy i think would be one of those kind of songs yeah um, you know paisley park would probably be another one though you know that one's uh, kind of a little bit more fudged as to exactly what he's kind of talking about um you know feels like a song where he's kind of telling everybody you know what he's about you know within the context of the album 1999 you know there were a couple of these Right, uh, you know, 1999 itself obviously feels like with Prince particularly talking about how the sky was all purple. You know, mm. there's kind of a very you know clear picture of of his view of of what this album is about, starting with the title track. And this is just feels like one of those other songs that kind of says what Prince is kind of thinking about at this particular time. Um, which you know, given that he was I don't know what twenty. 24 when he was recording this yeah uh it feels like dance and music sex and romance feel like the things that a 24 year old would uh have, have in a manifesto right <laughs> yeah i mean uh to to me it's genre wise it, it this is kind of like the platonic ideal of the minneapolis sound right it's got the it's got the synth horns and the you know the the lindrum and um it's kind of like this is this is sort of like classic Prince, you know, it's it's kind of like the, the purest form of his classic sound to me. And, you know, in the lyrics, he's very clear, uh, you know, about it being um, a dance uh, where he starts off by telling everyone, everybody get on the floor. Right. What the hell you come here for? <laughs> um, you know, and, and 
<laughs> I mean, probably one of my favorite rhymes on the album, which is, girl, it ain't no use. You might as well get loose. Work your body like a whore. <laughs> I'll have more to say about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, especially the kind of, I know that obviously he's going to say the word music in it, but the fact that he refers to, you know, everybody get on the beat, you know, everyone get on the floor, you know, like this kind of instruction, you know, to, to people from the song, you know, saying, mm. you know, saying what to do. Um, you know, and and telling everybody, you know, on what beat they should be dancing. Um, right. You know, something that kind of prints. Obviously, there's a few other songs in his catalogue later on in the 80s that kind of get more into that. But I think that kind of idea of this is a very kind of simple beat. Mm. And I think it's almost like Prince is saying to people, look, here's a simple 4-4 beat. Um, <laughs> you know, just get on the dance floor. You know, like, don't be kind of standing around the sides. Just get on the dance floor because... Uh, you know, this is the song. It's going to be going on for the next eight minutes, so you may as well be dancing to it. <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of the whole second verse. Uh, the screw the masses. We only want to have some fun. Do whatever we want. <laughs> wear lingerie to a restaurant. Police ain't got no gun. You don't have to run. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what kind of you know gangster shit Prince was involved in, but but there's definitely uh, it's it's. He that re- he's got this rebel uh, persona going on at this point. It's still a little bit of that like rude boy thing. So yeah, and especially when he starts that verse by saying, "Everybody loosen up, shake it like you just don't care," and then you get Wendy saying, "Shake it like you just don't care." This kind of appeal to never mind your friends, girl, it ain't no sin. Right, you know, strip right down to your underwear, and you know it's worth saying as well that obviously you know on the cover for you know dirty mind prince was in underwear so mm. obviously he's 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 just basically trying to get everybody to do what he was doing um, <laughs> this you was know, around the is... time of vanity six too so it, it, the, the yeah. lingerie was was very predominant in his uh his uh his lyrical themes um and i, I that's another thing i love about this song is that uh, both vanity six and the time and Jamie Starr, his alter ego, get a get a shout out um, of sorts. He, he's he's saying here, um, you know, for everyone to be in their underwear twice, you know, saying lingerie <laughs> and underwear in the same verse. And like you say, yeah, Vanity Six at uh, this particular time were the opening act um, mm. for the for the 1999 tour, and obviously the time were you know going on second before um, Prince and, and the Revolution. So, you know, he's he's kind of. You know, this this song is kind of almost saying to you, you know, you've seen Vanity Six in their lingerie earlier. You know, you've heard of the time coming out, you know. Um, so it's like, and now here's the headliners and this is what we want you to do. And of course, then he starts saying, everybody clap your hands now. And that's where we get all the various people, including Poochie and the Count, uh, giving the kind of hand claps. And, you know, unusually for the 80s, you know, actual hand claps, not not like a kind of sampled hand clap sound. Uh, which you know is quite prominent at the time. You know, odd that that's the live instrument in this particular song. Uh, it's weird to say about a song that is so programmed, it, it, um, but it has kind of a a live ambiance to it. Like it feels like it's you know both that it's meant yeah. for the club and that it's sort of it's almost like it's recorded in a club. And you have the one of my favorite moments, and I don't know if this is uh, purposeful or, or if I'm reading too much into it, but I love what, when he's shouting out the different groups of people. You know, he says, yeah. white people clap your hands, and he, then he counts. 
And the, that, yeah. that, to, that to me is a, is a reference to the, the cliche of white people not knowing when to clap. So he's like, let me help you. One, two, three. Like, <laughs> that's, I yeah. choose to interpret it that way. <laughs> like there's some fun kind of like crowd interactions. And I said this with a couple of other songs as well. It's almost like Prince knew how this song was going to be when he did it live. Mm. And he knew kind of the interaction. And obviously, you know, the chorus with the kind of where Prince is saying, somebody say dance. And then obviously everyone says dance and he goes music and then they say music and he goes sex and they say sex and then he goes romance. And he kind of just repeats that, you know, like four or five times. And that's, you know, that's the chorus. Uh, it's just it's just the call and response between him and, and everyone in the studio. And obviously when he performed it live and there are a few kind of live performances you can find out there on YouTube. That's exactly what happens. You know, when he says dance, he points the microphone to the crowd and they, you know, they sing it back. Um, you know, and that's kind of like um, for the kind of for most of the rest of the song, that's what the basis of the song is, is this call and response. Um, and then, of course, Prince starts listing, um, you know, in, in addition to telling people, you know, telling the whites how to count. He also starts listing other uh, nationalities, uh, but not before he said, you know, Jamie Starr's a thief uh, in this kind of this altered kind of lowered voice. Um <laughs> You know, and it's time to fix your clock. So obviously a reference to the time. And of course, Vanity Sixth is so sweet. Uh, now you can all take a bite of my purple rock. Um, which, again, you know, uh, purple, um, you know, obviously being a recurring theme on this album anyway. There, You know, there are a couple of songs that reference it in addition to 1999 and this one. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's kind of, uh, yeah. And then I, I just like kind of how he picks i mean once again he says puerto rican and i don't i don't i mean i don't know if he just likes the fact that it rhymes or that right. it has a, a nice it has like a nice amount of syllables in it or something or you know but before he said black white puerto rican everyone's just a freaking yeah and, <laughs> so i i mean maybe he just had some puerto rican friends that he was right. could do some demographic to. research and see if there's a, like a substantial puerto rican community in minneapolis or like because it is interesting it, it it does feel it feels like a like a follow-up to uptown right yeah and i'd say that's also that fits with the kind of mood of the song as well doesn't it because you know uptown is another is another thing that kind of lays out a part of the prince mythology you know with uptown being you know where stuff was recorded uh, mm. for a couple of albums um so yeah um and of course you know we have as the rest of the song goes on you know it, it's roughly this it's the kind of the same beat and the same riff for most of the song and there are you know a couple of kind of like synth solos um and you know it, <laughs> the ending always makes me laugh because it's just a really weird kind of like I don't know what goes on at the end. It's just it's like bizarre. this kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just, it just finishes with like some keyboard stabs and then you have someone go in, someone call the police and then help me. <laughs> somebody please help me. And it's just kind of like, I don't, I don't know what happened there, but, right. <laughs> and the thing is as well on vinyl, this was the end of, you know, the second side. So mm. it's not like you would immediately then launch into, um, you know, the, the next song on the album. It's not like automatic would, you know, suddenly start up, but I, you know, it's, <laughs> So Prince had the idea of this is the end of the second side, and then I don't know. It's just it's just a really He's weird. Leave end. you just... with some kind of violence breaking out in the, in, the, in this club. It's very strange. It's, it's Wendy's <laughs> voice as well. It's not it's not like it's his voice. It's right. It's, uh, it sounds distinctly to me like Wendy. I mean, it could be, it could be in anyone who's doing all the rest of the hand claps, and you know, it could have been Peggy Mac or whatever. But it's a woman's voice that's kind of calling out, "Somebody help me!" And that's the end of the song. <laughs> Ostensibly, this kind of like club dance song just finishes with with this kind of weird moment of distress. It's very strange. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, is there any? Are there any other lyrics that kind of stand out to you? That that pretty much covers it. You know, uh, like this was one of those songs where uh, it it it's like you get this impression of like a like a kind of a, a universe that Prince is 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 creating. You know, like the the mention of the time in Vanity Six and Jamie Starr. Like, not only does he have alter egos, but he's he's creating imaginary feuds with these alter egos you know and and yeah and uh everything is just so uh, that his it was one of these songs that gave me the idea that there's a lot here to explore because there's all these references and you know um like you know callbacks to other songs like we were talking about the connections to uptown and and there's that bizarre ending that you mentioned you know it's it's such a simple track but there just like textually there's there's so much going on that you kind of want to dig deeper and just like you know who is this guy like that's i don't i don't find that kind of complexity and you know like on, on a michael jackson record for example like you don't you don't have that level of weirdness yeah. i mean i mean michael jackson would do weird things like have you know thriller <laughs> finish with you know a monologue from vincent price wow. but that doesn't <laughs> right. that doesn't feel like that doesn't feel like something substantial you know kind of it doesn't feel like vincent price is a part of michael jackson's universe right it just feels like a really <laughs> weird cameo but uh, <laughs> yeah i know what you're saying and it's worth noting you know prince performed this song you know a little bit in the 80s mm. there's a very <laughs> there's a very very short performance of about a minute and a half of it on a show that was recorded on radio one uh, on the 7th of September 1993, which is around the time that Prince was doing, you know, some kind of like a part of the kind of like the promotion of the greatest hit stuff. Yeah. Um, and he did like a medley that included 1999 and Baby I'm a Star, uh, a little, kind of quite a bit of America, actually, which is mm. an odd choice for him. Um, <laughs> right. And then finished with kind of like a very extended version of Pope, which in, incorporates some of the horn parts from, you know, it's going to be a beautiful night. <laughs> And even a hint, a, a term, a part of chaos and disorder in there as well. So, um, but yeah, and then he didn't really kind of perform it after that. Like he didn't really perform it in the nineties at all. And then kind of in the two thousands, he kind of brought it back, um, but get kind of altered some of the lyrics because right. obviously, you know, he becomes slightly more religious, and, and so it kind of changed. Uh, a little bit, you know. Yeah, when I when I saw him uh, in 2004 on the Musicology tour, that was one of the things because you know I had been getting into like the 80s Prince, who did not have a problem with stripping down to your underwear and, <laughs> and dirty words and all that kind of stuff. So I, I I distinctly remember this is always it just stuck out like a sore thumb to me. Is he he said uh, shake it like you want some more instead of shake your body like a whore, which. Which is such a, it's it's like, not only is it, you know, it's boldlerized, right? But it's also ineffectually boldlerized because he's, <laughs> because like, you want some more what? Like, it's still suggestive, yeah. you know, it's just, he's not, <laughs> he's not saying anything like specifically bad. I, 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 I such a bizarre choice. <laughs> the the yeah. things he did to, to, to convince himself that he was in line with JW doctrine is, is, is always interesting. Uh, but I'm, you know, at the same time, obviously, you know, that's his choice, you know, it's his song. So, you yes. know, it's, you know, it's, it's for him to change the lyrics if he wants. That's true. I was going to say, I hadn't, I hadn't been able to find any kind of like significant cover versions of it. Um, I'd found some that were just kind of like tributes after he died. And right. I kind of prefer to avoid those because 
they don't feel like legitimate cover versions to me. But I get, I guess maybe because it's kind of it, the the structure of it's very simple and it's very kind of you know the call and response and stuff. I guess it's kind of hard to cover it if if all you're going to do is repeat the first kind of couple of <laughs> verses and then just say the words dance, music, sex, romance over and over again. I don't think you can get much out of a cover version of it. So yeah. maybe that's maybe why people haven't covered it. Uh, it's worth mentioning at the time that the song came out, uh, it featured uh, an edited version of the song featured in Risky Business. Um <laughs> I'm not sure why they picked this song, and I'm also not sure why Prince said yes to it. I think maybe it might have just been a monetary consideration, because obviously, uh, you know, there are a number of stories out there of people trying to get the rights to use certain Prince songs in films and and having difficulty getting his approval. You know, Kevin Smith being the most notable example. Mm. And obviously, you know, the whole Batman soundtrack came out of the fact that Prince didn't want to have tim burton using his old material so i find it interesting that he he okayed a you know an edited version of this song to be put onto a, a soundtrack for risky business right especially the edit yeah i mean I, particularly as i think the themes of that film later on prince probably would object <laughs> to right um you know so i don't know I, it's just interesting i just thought it was interesting that you know at that time prince was saying yes to that kind of thing where i i do see that it was a warner brothers film so maybe that has something to do with it especially since yeah. he was trying to get purple rain made at the time maybe he's like trying to sweeten the pot a little bit <laughs> yeah i guess maybe maybe that was one of the compromises he made where they were like well you want to make your own film so you know maybe kind of play ball a little bit with us right uh, but yeah so um, i had a five i'd have to say for myself uh five out of five i don't know how you feel about that term. yeah i have to i have to give it a five also i it's it's something i've i've listened to so much it might not always be the first thing i want to come back to but it's so central to who Prince was in, in during that period. And um, it's, you know, like like you said, I mean, D- dance, music, sex, romance is that that almost sums it up. Like there should, you know, Prince would probably want God in there somewhere. But yeah, but those are those are four fifths of his of his preoccupations. Um, definitely in the 80s. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I have a, I have a blog, a kind of similar project to yours track, uh, where I'm going through prints track by track and, um, it's called dance, music, sex, romance, because that just sums it up basically. Well, I mean, you've mentioned it already, but let's go to the plugs then. Sure. Yeah. Good transition. So yeah, I do have a plug. I, I do have a blog, uh, dance, music, sex, romance. I am not anywhere near as far as you are, Darren. I'm, 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 I'm only, I'm only toward the end of dirty mind right now. So we're looking at a long, <laughs> it's a long haul, but uh, you can find that at princesongs.org, all one word, princesongs.org. Uh, that also has a podcast attached to it, and you can find that on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, um, just search Dance Music Sex Romance. It's um, These are kind of longer form conversations with different you know writers and uh, a lot of academics, uh, you know, just like just conversations about different aspects of Prince. Um, I have fun with it. And you can also find me on Twitter at uh, ZC Hoskins, my last name, Z-C-H-O-S-K-I-N-S. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track, or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, not sure why you would, at <laughs> Prince Trap by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me to talk about this uh, track, Zachary. Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Welcome to Satisfaction. Please remain awake until the aircraft has come to a complete stop. 
Thank you for flying Prince International. Remember, the next time you fly,